Yeah, I'll always be a metalhead. Nothing can take that away from me. Right. I mean, not jail, not people, not religion, not anything. I'll always be a metalhead. 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 You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Today, The Great Metal Debate brings a review of the debut album from North American symphonic metal act Everdawn, entitled Cleopatra. Everdawn isn't an entirely new band, but actually a reconstituted version of the previous act named Midnight Eternal, which released an EP and subsequent full-length album, both self-titled, back in 2016. The musician you're most likely to recognize from Everdawn, and a key addition in the changed lineup from Midnight Eternal, is bassist Mike LaPone, who many might know from Symphony X, also Ross the Boss Band, Death Dealer, and many other projects. Certainly he brings a steady veteran presence to this new incarnation of the band. Another fresh face in the lineup is vocalist Alina Gavrilenko, who also goes by the moniker Alina Snowmaiden, taking the vocal duties in place of Midnight Eternal singer Rain Halai. To my ears, and one of the big differences with this new Everdon release, for those who heard Midnight Eternal's album, is that Rain's voice was a bit more Liv Christine-esque, while Alina's vocals bring a bit less sweetness and more muscle. Now, in terms of what Everdon offers on Cleopatra, the listener can expect fairly straightforward European-style symphonic power metal. There's more emphasis on the power here than the symphonic style, and you won't find any massive backing orchestrations along the lines of Zandria or Cyrenia. As far as the singing, it's mostly operatic soprano female vocals occasionally bonded with clean male singing. No growls in this one. Listening through this album about a half dozen times, I come away generally impressed. There's something different and interesting in each song, and while they don't get very progressive stylistically, mostly adhering to clear verse-chorus structure, they still mix it up and surprise on occasion. I will say I found that, in my opinion, the second half of the album was somewhat stronger than the first. Looking at that first half, the rocking up-tempo intro Ghost Shadow Requiem was decent but let off the gas too much, and might have been a better placed mid-track list. Both the title track Cleopatra and Your Majesty's Sadness had the band going for a big sound. I did give points for effort here, and truly did enjoy both songs, but I'm not sure they quite nailed it with the choruses on each being a bit of a letdown. Stranded in Bangalore, which I believe is the first single released off the album, is a decent catchy track. I could see this being one I'd enjoy more live than on record. But as I moved further into the album, I found more to appreciate, or maybe their approach just grew on me. Infinity Divine has maybe the best vocal melody on the record, building to a great crescendo. Echoes of Tarya Tarunin, really excellently done. Rider of the Storm and Lucid Dream both show that the guitar is attacking with even heavier riffage and more solid operatic highs for Molina, plus some nice keyboard work. The song Heart of a Lion is the most anthemic track and could be right off a Leaves Eyes album. And then there's Toledo 712 AD. I kept waiting for Alina's voice to kick in, but this one is entirely instrumental. It's easily the heaviest song and a sterling headbanger. Looking back over the entire track list, I'm not knocking the earlier album songs, but those later on the agenda seem to come with an overall more metal feel. 
I don't know if there was a perceived need to amend the first grouping of songs to be more AOR friendly. And to be clear, I'm not against that. But the party really develops the further you listen into this one. So, how do I rate this album, Cleopatra? Well, as far as debuts go, this is pretty strong. I'm going to give them three points for that. Delivering solid, symphonic power metal based out of North America, where the genre needs more representation, that alone earns them five more points. The first half of the album wasn't as strong as it could have been, minus a point, but the second half more than made up for it, plus two points. Total it all up, and that's nine out of ten for Cleopatra. It's early so far, but... At this point, Cleopatra is my fave album of 2021. I'm very much looking forward to hearing more from Everdawn and hopefully the opportunity to see them live in the future. 